It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock in iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping over to moving and shocking. Welcome, fellow Uplanders, to another episode of the Upix Podcast. I am your host, Too Stupid to Win, and as always, I'm joined by Thank Me Later. How are we doing this evening, my friend? Beautiful night in Texas. I'm living the dream, man. Absolutely. And special, we are streaming live on YouTube tonight on uh, the Upland Action News. So thank you, Left House, for that there in the house. Uh, We got a great, I'm calling it a great episode. This is episode number 89. We have General Mort here. Uh, we'll do a nice little get to know you question and answer. And also, he'll be talking about the portal that was just introduced today in Upland, which is exciting in itself. And uh, yeah, a lot to talk about, a lot of exciting things going on. And this is being recorded on August 19th, 2021. So we're I usually get upset when you, you know, try to Babe Ruth call a show before we even record it. However, Given the quality of the guest speakers that we have, I think it's it's fair to just go ahead and say this should. There's no reason that this shouldn't be a great show. If this is not a great show, it's almost entirely because of General Mort, Left House, and <laughs> Mars. Like they're the only ones that could mess this up. <laughs> I agree. I'm just throwing that out there because I mean, I'll do my best. Yeah, I mean, that sounds about right. I'm I'm known to to mess things up pretty often. So, All right. <laughs> so also make sure you're following us on Twitter at Upix podcast, and we'll get the disclaimer right out of the way. The views, information and opinions expressed on the Upix podcast are solely those of myself. Thank me later. And any guest of the podcast and do not necessarily represent or reflect those of upland me Inc with the exception of today with general Mort representing upland. So whatever he says, hold them to it. We are not implied by or provided insider information from the upland team. All discussions about properties to buy and sell are not financial advice. Please do your own research first. And if TML hurts your feelings, that's the way of saying I love you. So show us where the bad TML touched you and uh, you'll get a prize. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And speaking of prizes, we will announce the winner tonight of the... uh, giveaway from last week all you had to do was send me a dm telling me how uh, great the podcast was and you were entered to win a hundred thousand upex from uh thank me later yeah and apparently hardly any they they were like they dislike you so much they're like is it worth a hundred dollars worth of upex to send a nice message to too stupid and people are like you know what nah i'm good that's Damn. <laughs> That's a tough pill to swallow. I'm just saying. Hey, uh, do you really want a message, a vomiting poo that's on fire? For 100 bucks, I would lick a vomiting poo that was on fire. What are you talking about? Ooh, we're definitely getting that on video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, don't like, I don't like where this is going. Hey. For the record, I would not do that for $100. I'm sure that there is a price I would do that for but $100 is definitely not the number. We can uh, go ahead and get a GoFundMe for this. We can make this happen. Wow. wow. And uh, TM's offering up 100 B tokens. 100 B tokens. Oh, well, now you're talking my language. 
Yeah. You never know what you get when you tune into us. And uh, at least everybody's learned by now to not just broadcast us uh, without AirPods or headphones or any of that nature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should not be distributed over open air. Yeah. Oh, Franklin's not in the live audience tonight. That's always sad when he's not there. Yeah. All right. But, yes, with uh, no further ado, we'll uh, bring on General Mort to uh, talk Thank some you. Upland. How are we doing tonight? I'm good, man. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be uh, talking about the NFT portal. We're we're definitely really excited on our end and uh, definitely excited to share some of the, the cool highlights about it. So what are some of the cool highlights since you made that nice little segue? <laughs> Um, I mean, I think there are a lot of things to highlight there. I mean, this um, is a big innovation in the blockchain space. Uh, you know, the ability to port assets from other blockchains, from other ecosystems uh, into Upland is, you know, quite literally revolutionary. I mean, it's a, it's a huge deal. Um, you know, we know that this is a limited functionality in this first iteration, but, um, you know, the possibilities really are endless at the end of the day um, to kind of bring those different things in. So uh, I'm definitely very excited to see how it develops uh, over time. Yeah. So right now, the only thing that we can bring in from the NFT portal is the upland cards that we, that was done with blockchain heroes. Now are the block explorers, uh, you have some cards that have custom blo- or the uh, uh, limited block explorers. Are we able to start using those block explorers with the portal now? Yes. So uh, any, any cards that include, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, that include, Block explorers inside the cards are able to be ported into the game now. So um, if you are one of those lucky owners, uh, you are free to do that. And then I can just roll around with those awesome block explorers. Exactly. Nice. Um, Dang, what did that do to the price? Did anybody see after the announcement? I wasn't monitoring the market on it. I have not. And usually our price monitor, Dizzy, is here to tell us all about it because he's always all over these type of things. And he'd give us a breakdown, but he's not here tonight either. We got some slack. I've been talking about this. I've uh, actually been doing one live right now. I've just moved one of my NFTs from Wax over to uh, through the portal. So I'm now waiting for it to show up in Upland. So I'll awesome. let you guys know when it shows up. Yeah. Very oh, cool. wow. That's cool. Awesome. So we're still in the infancy of this portal. So what is the future of Upland with this portal? You sort uh, of answered true. it, but kind of go a little further yeah. into that. Yeah, I'd love to talk a little bit more about that. I mean, um, you know, as I mentioned, you know, this is kind of like the the bridge. Uh, I see it as like a bridge to other worlds, right? Um, I, I'm a huge gamer. I've played video games my whole life uh, and a big online gamer to boot. And um, can't say I've ever encountered an opportunity where I was able to take my gaming assets out of an ecosystem and use them somewhere else, right? Um, so that in and of itself, I think, is a is a a huge evolution for, for gaming and for blockchain. Um, You know, the way that these things currently exist, you know, these are walled gardens. World of Warcraft is a walled garden. All of these things are, um, you know, those assets are native to those ecosystems. And we have an opportunity to, to kind of break that barrier, to break that mold and allow players to have more utility, more value, and just, you know, better use of their in-game assets. Um, you know, we're rapidly approaching a world where purchasing a cosmetic skin in a game is no longer a one-way street. Um, you could potentially profit off that skin later 
uh, in life. You know, it's the same thing with, with block explorers and, and NFTs and the Upland metaverse is your ability to take that, to flip it and continue to get value out of it, um, you know, for its lifetime, right? Uh, outside of, you know, if I stop playing a game, then all my assets die with it, right? So this really is kind of uh, an evolution of sorts, in my opinion. And I think that um, we're going to continue to see these things kind of happen uh, in the blockchain space, especially as a lot of these other games start to become a little bit more fleshed out. And as Upland starts to become a little bit more fleshed out, um, you know, we're, we're looking at an opportunity where Upland could be kind of the, the gaming marketplace of the future. So would I be able to take some of my NFTs that I import, maybe one of my top shots and maybe a horse from Zed Run and then trade it for somebody's property in the future? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's definitely where we're headed. Um, you know, as we connect to, to more and more blockchains and more ecosystems, you know, the, the core part there is, you know, we want to make sure that there's utility. We want to make sure that there's something for you to do with your NFTs when they come into Upland. You know, that's part of the reason that there's restrictions on it right now. You know, <laughs> there's not really any point to pointing your NFT into Upland if you can't display it in your player home or sell it in a block explorer store or something like that. So, you know, as those features come to life um, and, you know, there's sufficient utility for those things to be used in the Upland metaverse, absolutely. I think that you're going to be able to to trade and distribute and and, you know, sell really any kind of asset you want i would love to see in-game staking for the upland cards that would be super cool that would definitely be fascinating as i know right now i don't think we have any plans for for you know staking with nft assets outside of what we have with spark um but uh, i definitely think that's that's an interesting opportunity i know a lot of different um nft projects out there doing some kind of like yield farming mechanics and and staking mechanics with uh, their actual nfts so definitely we'll be taking a look into that and is there a timeline yet? Because right now, hey, we got the portal up and running, which is a huge milestone. And, you know, that's probably something that was as exciting as property development. Uh, it, it did push the business licenses and the business development. But is there a timeline right now to start incorporating? What's it going to take to start incorporating, like bringing in your top shot to display it sure. in home? Is there a timeline to start incorporating these other uh other blockchains to be able to import? Uh, I don't really have a timeline right now. Um, <clears throat> a lot of the things we work with are, you know, they're moving targets. Uh, we kind of roll with the punches and and go along with what we have. Um, you know, I think the good news is that having the, the NFT portal out there is just a huge step uh, for our infrastructure. You know, it shows that the infrastructure is there, um, that we can support it. And it's just a matter of kind of keying in on the different things that are going to, you know, be built on top of that infrastructure, right? So, uh, we've we've taken a big leap forward is the point, and I think that uh, more of these things will fall into place much faster uh, as time goes on. You know, it's it's one of those things you have to build up your foundation right before you can kind of take off running. And um, I think we're getting closer and closer to that point. So it sounds like this portal will be a big help to businesses like Block Explorer shops. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I think this is kind of one of the most exciting use cases for the NFT portal is, um, you know, giving players an ac- like an accessible platform uh, that everybody can use. Um, you know, I, I'm, I've been involved in blockchain space for quite some time now. And I've said for, you know, probably four years now that the biggest hurdle the blockchain faces is the user experience. Uh, you know, it's, it's very difficult to understand and get involved with, uh, you know, especially Ethereum and DeFi and the NFT space uh, just requires a technical prowess that uh, a lot of players or a lot of people uh, don't have. Um, a lot of people use products uh, 
because they're easy to use, right? Um, so we're we're trying to build that user friendly ecosystem where you know even grandma can come in and purchase NFTs. I don't know that grandma would want to, but point being is um, you know we'll have an accessible marketplace where everybody can come in and freely trade and not uh, be restricted by you know their technological prowess. Now, getting grandma to buy NFTs, that's interesting. I was, uh, <laughs> Wayne Gretzky, did you jump in the uh, Wayne Gretzky NFT release this week? Uh, I did not, but I did see that it was going on. That was uh, on DraftKings, right? Correct. Through uh, Autograph I own DraftKings. But right. uh, somebody was like, I'm trying to get my grandma to sign up right now so she can get in queue so she can help me get one. Like People are <laughs> signing their grandmas up and trying to walk them through. Here, grandma, I'm signing you up to a casino slash sports book slash daily fantasy slash <laughs> NFT marketplace and just push these buttons, I tell you. Yeah, I don't think grandma's uh, going to have a good time uh, <laughs> with that experience. But I hope is that, um, you know, Upland can be that that place where it's it's just, you know, easily accessible for everybody and everybody can be a part of the blockchain excitement and uh, kind of revolution, um, you know, with ease. That is pretty exciting. And the interesting thing is just the potential because I know we had Edon and Dirk on and they hinted at stuff with crypto motors and this is going to be mm-hmm. a way that we're going to get these vehicles into upland correct yeah um i don't have a ton of details on uh the crypto motor stuff right now um but that is absolutely something we're working on um, we definitely want to get cars integrated to upland and i think that there's going to be a lot of exciting pathways to um just you know player engagement and in-game events with uh you know the integration of cars so i'm definitely really excited to see um how that all plays out uh as of right now though i I don't have any you know unique and exciting information to share on that front nothing you guys haven't already heard is my point right uh thank me later what questions do you have um if you could design a custom block explorer what would you design Ooh, that's an excellent question actually (laughs) um I would love to see some some music themed block explorers. You know, I'm a huge music guy. Um, I'm a I'm a trained jazz saxophonist, so I don't know, maybe something like that. Maybe a cute little saxophone. Um, that would be pretty dope. I'm not sure. I haven't really thought too much about that. I'd like to make a maybe a robot that says we are not a bot. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw what happened in our in our auction that one time, but that would be pretty funny. That would be pretty good. Um. Yeah. What's the uh, What's the next big event? Do you think you guys are going to do something for Memorial Day, Labor Day? What's that one coming up? Uh Labor Day is coming up. Labor Day. Uh, I'm gonna, so I always I'm mix gonna, this two up. I know. I do the same thing. Uh, it's really difficult. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to be doing anything for Labor Day just yet. Uh, we are kind of in the process of planning out the next couple of weeks. Um, but you know. Nothing really set in stone uh, just yet. So we are going to have the Staten Island Land Rush, which you guys saw uh, this weekend, which I'm pretty excited about. Uh, we're going to have a scavenger hunt. It's the first one we've had in, um, I think, about a month. So uh, really excited to see people get their hands on that. I think it's going to be fun. Um, you know, we, we designed it a little bit differently this time, at least with regards to, you know, tiers and uh, registration fees and stuff. So hopefully, you know, it's a really exciting event. We're also going to be paying out way more places than we typically do um you know i'm sure you guys have noticed but we're kind of making an effort to 
uh, include more people in, in the winnings when it comes to our events. So instead of paying out, you know, the top five or 10, we're, you know, now starting to do more like the top 50 to a hundred. So um, that is the case in the, in this next scavenger hunt, we will be giving rewards to the top 50 players. So it's much more opportunity for, for people to win and get involved. Sure. I mean, there's, there was a lot that happened this week. If you really think about it. we're revealing Cleveland collections. Um, you have the Staten Island land rush and we have ultra rare scavenger hunt, reverse auctions and ultra rare property sales in the upland store. Plus you have the East coast just opened up for construction so we can start building out East, which also yep. includes Cleveland and Chicago. The team's been pretty busy. Yeah, we certainly have. This has been a pretty wild week. Um, and the funny thing is we don't really expect it to, to slow down anytime soon. Um, you know, things are, looking like they're just going to continue to ramp up. But yeah, the, you know, a ton happened this week. We're really excited to open East coast for you guys. Um, we know that the community was super excited about that. And, uh, you know, we're kind of getting to a point where I think the, the metaverse is just going to be, it's going to be more popping. There's going to be more stuff going on uh, at any given time. And um, it's to be expected. Uh, so, you know, not every event is going to be, um, you know, on the front page, it's not going to be the hallmark. You know, we are going to start having things that are running concurrently and um, you know, we want, you know, my vision for Upland is for it to be a place where, you know, people can come in and there's always stuff to do right now. We know that's a struggle and uh, you know, these are the events that we host are kind of the, the, the primary driver uh, of those things, but you know, we want to create a space where there's always something fun. Now, as it, as it expands, I can imagine that the team's going to have to grow and have a lot of different meetings because you're going to have so many cities with so much individual things that you're just going to have to have, hub leads or something going on in upland in the upland headquarters because there's just going to be so many players so many properties so many things going on absolutely i mean we're we're growing the team pretty much as fast as we can right now but it does take time to find you know the right people uh that's that's kind of one thing that um we're we're really focused on is finding the right people we don't want to bring in just anybody to you know for the sake of hiring um we want to make sure that you know the people that we're bringing on are engaged and excited about what we're doing. I mean, we're, we're in a, in a pretty interesting space that I think really does require a degree of passion for it. Right. Um, I, I certainly am passionate about the blockchain space and the gaming space. So this is kind of a, a perfect fit for me, really a dream come true. So, um, you know, we're scaling as fast as we can. Uh, we know that we get some comments that we're not doing it fast enough, but we're doing our best. I promise you that. Yeah. So you have any more, uh, portal questions before we transition to just the general general mort questions thank me later uh no no i'm excited thanks for coming on that's super cool yeah absolutely so you mentioned so how you mentioned you've been doing gaming for years so how how do you decide to work for something like upland instead of getting involved in upland um you know i think well, first off, I, I actually was uh, introduced through a recruiter. So I, I was pretty lucky uh, with kind of how everything fell into place. And, uh, you know, I kind of had a focus on uh, looking for my next job that I definitely wanted to be in blockchain. Um, you know, I spent some time working in gaming a little bit, a little bit in esports. And uh, blockchain had always been a, a very strong passion of mine, at least over the last, you know, four years or so. And when I heard about Upland, um, I actually was initially kind of not that interested, funnily enough. And uh, then I got to talking with the team and they started kind of 
painting the vision for me. And that's when I started to get really excited. Um, you know, it's one thing when you, you kind of see what's out there and you hear what other people say, but when you start to hear it from, you know, directly from the founders, it kind of gives you a different perspective. Um, so I was really excited uh, speaking with uh, both Manny Dirk or all three, Manny Dirk and uh, Idan. And, um, you know, they brought me on board and I've been super happy and, and excited. It's definitely been a pleasure working with this team uh, and, you know, doing something different, doing something that, you know, kind of has never been done before. So that's been really, really exciting. So what did you do for esports? Um, I actually, you know, I got involved uh, kind of right out of, well, not really right out of college. Actually, in college, I had my own little tournament company for a little while where I was hosting uh, League of Legends tournaments uh, on a weekly basis. And then I kind of left that and uh, started a more, you know, cookie cutter marketing role for a little while. And then I got into designing games uh, a little bit, freelance. And then after that, I was actually working with another blockchain company called Pocketful of Quarters. And they are uh, kind of working on creating the universal gaming currency. They're kind of trying to integrate their token into a bunch of different games and allow those people to use that token to, to do things like participate in esports tournaments. So actually, the product I was working on was called Scrim to Win. Uh, I think it's called something else now. But um, <clears throat> basically, what we would do is we would work with <laughs> not scrotum scrum oh. to win oh, okay. uh we, we had a, we were pretty focused in on the fortnite community so we worked with a lot of fortnite creators to basically host tournaments for their community and uh everything was powered by our tokens so players would pay their entry fees uh with uh, our the token quarters and then they could stand to win more quarters and then spend them in the store for things like you know merchandise pc accessories that kind of thing so uh that was kind of my first foray into esports uh, on an official basis and also my first Actually, that was technically my second foray into blockchain on an official basis because I actually had my own Ethereum mining farm for a little while as well. But um, yeah, that was a cool experience. It definitely got my feet wet in a lot of different ways. And, you know, it was a really small team. So I got a chance to, to really grow and uh, be a part of that platform and grow that community. And I've kind of taken just everything I've learned there uh, over to Upland and um, trying to take what I've learned and continue growing on it and just iterate and make it better and also learn a bunch of new things. Cause obviously this is an entirely different new challenge. And uh, you know, this community is definitely very passionate and we, we recognize that. And it's also, it can be a challenge for us, uh, which is super fun actually. Um, it's, it's really exciting to be a part of a community that cares as much as uh, the Upland community does. Nice. I'll let uh, Thank Me Later take over because he's a big uh, gamer, big online gamer. Oh, yeah? He, oh, yeah. So oh, I'll, yeah. I'll let you guys geek out for, for a couple minutes. <laughs> what do you play? Uh, well, I mean, I've, I was a big World of Warcraft player for a long time, uh, probably, I don't know, over a decade. That was kind of my jam. You uh, both. <laughs> so I'm a big fan. MMO, RPGs, um, I like those. Um Anything that where I can collect things, which again is definitely one of the appeals of Upland. Right now, I'm into um, Eidolon, <laughs> which is this single developer MMO idol game, and it's it's really fun. He has a lot of compelling gaming mechanics, which I appreciate. Um, and since it's single developer, he's got a very kind of unique sense of humor and it comes through in the world that he's created. Um, so I, I like those kind of like casual games. It's nice because, you know, back in the day, World of Warcraft, you know, I would grind all weekend 
for mats and stuff. And in here, it's you know the the idol. You know, just kind of set up your your whatever, and then uh, uh, go for. Sorry, my work who never calls me is calling. <laughs> um, uh, ignore. Uh, okay. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah. And so it's nice to be able to like have an idol type game where you can kind of you know, earn in the background, which also is, you know, one of the appeals of Upland, you know, you kind of get your collections and your stuff set up. So do you play, are you, do you play any games now? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I've been, like I said, I really am a lifelong gamer. I think from about as long as I can remember, you know, I was, I was the kid that my brother gave the controller that was not plugged in. Um, but so watching from the sidelines a lot when I was younger, but, uh, you know, huge World of Warcraft guy uh, in my my youth, my my early days, my teens. I was way deep in that. Uh, I've played a lot of League of Legends, a uh, bunch of shooters, Rust, Apex Legends. Uh, you know, a little bit of Counter Strike and whatnot. Um, really, kind of anything. I, I also really like strategy games and RTS, uh, things like Civilization, and uh, most recently, uh, Humankind came out, which I've been dabbling in. So uh, I, oh, I have that a just pretty came diverse... out a couple. That just came out like a on the seventeenth or eighteenth. Yeah, two days ago. Yeah, that the it looks like Civilization. I bought it. I played all of like ten seconds, <laughs> um, and I haven't I haven't really had a chance to bite into it. Um, so is it is it worth you know diving into it? I think it's definitely uh, well done. I, I think that they missed on a few things. Um, you know, I I, I loved uh, Civ Five. Couldn't say I loved Civ Six that much, but. Um, they did do some things that were like they took away some of the frustrating things about Civ, but then they also added in a couple frustrating things about their game. So, you know, the, it, it it's very similar to Civ in terms of the way it plays, in terms of the progression and the pacing, and uh, even the diplomacy and, and the science stuff. But um, overall, I think it's a good game. Uh, I definitely think they did a good job executing on on you know that feel on that vibe. Uh, but there's definitely some some room for growth. So I'm hoping that they you know clean some things up over time. I think they also are going to have uh, mod support. So I'm actually pretty interested to see how that plays out because, you know, these days, you know, the modding community does things that are super spectacular. So they could just fix all the things that I hate potentially. Which I'm <laughs> on. Yeah. Well, on that, do you think that Upland would ever bring in some of those uh, like RPG Civ type elements into Upland or, uh, mod like a mod community to maybe have uh, overlays and things like that to use uh, the metaverse that's being created. I think it's definitely possible. Um, I can't say for sure that that's in the works or anything yet. Um, but you know, as we do kind of grow um, with regards to our third party developer community and and start to you know let more people have their hands in the actual development of the metaverse, I definitely think that things like that are, are very natural and should fall into place. So. Um, you know, there are even things that I, I want to design, um, you know, for Upland in terms of, you know, mini games and things, different ways to interact with with the platform. Um, you know, it's just dev constraints, right? <laughs> we're just at a point where we're so fi- uh, fixated on our infrastructure and kind of building it out and setting us up to do all those things. Um, that there isn't sure. a whole lot of time for them yet. So I think as time goes on, though, and we start to clean those things up and, you know, we get to a point where our infrastructure is super solid that I absolutely could see uh, a bunch of different games finding their ways or at least mini games uh, into the upper metaverse. So I'm very excited to see how that plays out. Yeah. No, I just hope that there's more RPG type elements. I mean, I see, 
a huge opportunity for um, like equipment slots on your Explorer for various things. Totally. Um, I mean, there's equipment. What are you going to do with your block explorer with equipment slots? Going to get some RPGs and just start firing at other block <laughs> explorers? No, 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 no. You get a sword and you start fighting each other. Yeah, anything, <laughs> I mean, anything you possible. could do. That. You could do that. I'm, I'm thinking more uh, visual like slots. So again, a slot that you could change your trail color. Um, a, a slot brown, that like brown, in your brown, trail brown brown. Tra- yeah. So like, well, not <laughs> even that. Like, it could be like. You know, a, a trail of poo and corn, like that's you know on fire. Like, come on, get imaginative. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of the soccer game that you do with the cars. I always forget the name of it. Uh, Rocket League. League, yeah. Like Rocket League's got all those things. Like, you know, I want uh, I want an animation for when I find a treasure that appears on everyone's map. Like, I want a custom like. Congrats! Like a little firework, but it plays like anybody who's in the in the area that I'm in. It like plays it across everyone. So that like if you're in the treasure hunt, you see it like explode, and it's custom to each person. Like you can buy different ones of that. Like I want to see the world come alive. I want to see what other people are doing, and I want to be able to interact with them in a meaningful and fun way. Like that's what I'm waiting for. No, I totally agree. And I think that that's, that's a place that we have to get to. Um, you know, I, I think that, you know, there are so many things that we can do uh, that, that are going to be really interesting in the future. And, you know, I definitely have my eye on, on player customization and, you know, just being please get rid of the <laughs> damn tokens, get rid of the tokens, please. Just let me hide them. I'm missing my turtle. It's so depressing. I, I, we are working on something to, to, to fix that. Cause I, I, I I definitely hear the player concerns on that. It sucks when you buy a block explorer and then half of it's cut off because of all the tokens. So uh, right. I know that there's a solution being on that uh, from a design perspective. So uh, just, right. you know, soon, soon TM uh, is yeah. all I can really say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, uh, but I mean, it was cool when there were 21 and you're like, look, I got all 21 sure. chips, but now you're yeah. over a hundred and something. And you're just like, man, no, I mean, there's definitely better ways to represent that visually and, and, you know, still make people feel excited about the, you know, all the collections that they've completed and whatnot. So, um, you know, to, to kind of sum up my point is uh, just, I definitely have an eye on player customization and, um, you know, just being invested in, in your block explorer and, and your Upland profile, your, your account. I think that uh, we definitely want to make people feel um, like they have an attachment uh, to the game and to the world. So uh, we're definitely going to be working on stuff, um, to, to get that stuff done. So I, I'm really excited about it. Uh, it's just, like I said, you know, focus is infrastructure first. We gotta, we gotta walk before we can run. Yeah. And, and as someone who's a, a software architect for their day job, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. And it's hard, you know, the gamer side of me gets frustrated because I want content. I want features. Yeah, totally. Um, but I can tell you that I'm, I'm a part of almost every launch of any sort of thing now in the NFT space. Um, that's like gaming related, or I try to at least check it out. And, you know, I think Upland, it's still has a lead because it's mobile, because it's mobile interface is so much, right. um, you know, well incorporated and is part of the core. So scaling up uh, the infrastructure, uh, I understand it from a strategic move and I appreciate because it, it would be way easier to make money opening up a bunch of customers customizable slots and selling you know in-app purchases like every other game um that would be the easy way to make money so i I do appreciate that you guys are investing 
um, and features that are going to create sustainability versus uh, quick cash flow. No, absolutely. I mean, and I think you've seen it, you know, I know we've had some problems. Uh, we had some problems with the Santa Clara release, but, you know, even, even with Chicago and Cleveland from a, you know, technical perspective and from a, you know, a lag perspective, those were some of our best releases yet. And, you know, those were those, those efforts paying off. Uh, don't uh, get me you know. started on Cleveland. No, no, no. Oh, my no. God. <laughs> had nothing to do with the technical though. No, technical yeah, was I, awesome and it was amazing. It was great, but yeah. Right. I, I I understand the concerns there too, and we've talked about that. You know, there there are going to be some things that uh, that we're working on with regards to how we release cities, and you know what the process for revealing collections is. So, um, you know, obviously, just stay tuned on on what those changes are going to be. But we recognize that you know the the systems that we've been using right now are not ideal necessarily. Um, so we are we're always constantly looking to change things and make it better for the players. Um, sometimes we try things and they miss, and that's okay. Um, and it sucks, but you know we're doing our best uh, to to continue to iterate and continue to change and just make sure that we can create a good experience um, over the long term. Uh, you know this really is a beta, and you know I know that people will get on us for using the beta excuse too much, but uh, that's just the nature of where we're at. And um, you know there's we're not trying to hide behind it. It's just you know in all honesty, it's where we are. Well, but, and I think what people need to appreciate is that in this term, I also think beta represents the fact that Upland is doing things that just have never been done. Like right. you are beta testing the blockchain capabilities of what is being built. So it goes beyond just like, oh, you're in a normal beta because we haven't developed the features. It's right. we're in a beta because the technology literally doesn't exist. And <laughs> exactly. it's being built specifically for Upland and, and this metaverse. So to me, I think that like that's a really big difference. It's not like, oh, well, we haven't decided what our third act boss is going to be and, we haven't got all the exact fighting mechanics now. It's right. like, no one's done this. Like, no, <laughs> we got to figure I, out this. Yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head, and that's one of the most challenging things, you know, when we're communicating with the community is, um, you know, I think we have a, a, a pretty diverse audience. You know, some people are are crypto heads, and I think those people are more forgiving. And then I think some people come in and, you know, they don't, they've never done anything in DeFi or, or blockchain or crypto. So, you know, they're, they're stunned when when things aren't perfect, uh, when things don't work the way they expect them to. But like you said, quite literally, it's because this stuff has never been done before. So we're kind of we're you know we're rolling with the punches. We're doing what we can while we do it, and um, we're trying to iterate fast and and change fast. But you know, obviously, it's it's just a huge challenge. Um, these things are being developed for the first time. So um, you know, all we can say is to ask for everybody to bear with us and to continue to have you know, faith in our platform and our ability to, to scale and, and change it as, uh, as time goes on. Now, the other interesting thing that I just thought of when we were talking about the collections, how many players still hold all the collections? Because there's a lot of collection swaps going on, you know, Hey, I get the token, I get the, I get the sure. bonus and all that. It'd be interesting to know how many players actually hold all the collections out of all the people that claim to have collected all the collections. Yeah. You know, I don't have the answer on hand right now, um, but that would be something interesting to look into. And now that you said it, you know, say something I want to find out about, um, you know, from my experience, I haven't really, you know, no, I, there haven't been any red flags with regards to anybody like oh, no. having all the collections or anything like that. But um it's you know, just an interesting, would be interesting. It, It's a number. No, stack. for sure. And then, I mean, you know, that's that's one of the things with the open market. It's like you know, it's not like we can we can control <laughs> who owns everything, right? Uh, right? You know, we want 
you know, we want the market to determine how, how that all plays out. Like TM with this 10,000 properties. Yeah, exactly. Like TM with this 10,000 properties. <laughs> Which is insane. But No, it's totally awesome. I, I think it it's is. great. It is, and it's insane all in the same aspect. Uh, now, 100%. speaking with the whole beta thing, will Upland ever shake the beta term? Because... Because you're always exploring, and there's nothing wrong with it because you're creating it, you're developing it, you're integrating it, and it's just interesting. But would you ever shake the beta because you're always going to be incorporating something new and pushing the edges of blockchain along with gaming and economy and marketplaces? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a a fantastic question because, you know, even, like I said, uh, as a gamer, like watching so many of these games that are in you know, alpha or early access or beta, and then they just never really come out of beta <laughs> or sometimes they do. And it's seven years later. Um, you know, the, the lines have really blurred uh, between what's a finished product. You know, I've played triple a titles these days that feel like they're in beta. Right. Um, you know, so it, 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 it's all just, sometimes it's all just semantics really. Um, you know, I, I'm a huge rust player and rust, I think was actually in beta for seven years. I think they came out of beta uh, just last year. And, um, you know, so I, I don't anticipate as being in beta forever. I think at some point, you know, we'll shake the beta tag and, um, you know, call ourselves a quote unquote unfinished product. But as you mentioned, we're going to be iterating, we're going to be changing, we're going we're to be innovating, you know, probably forever. Uh, you know, this is not a space we're allowed to sit still. So, you know, I'm sure we'll get to a point where we feel like the user experience is comfortable enough and we're fully featured enough where we don't think we need to say that we're in beta anymore, but that absolutely doesn't mean we're going to stop. Uh, growing and changing and, and continuing to improve. Nice. All right. We did take up a lot of your time this evening. Do you have anything for us before we let you go? Uh, not really. I just want to say thank you guys for having me on. Um, I know it wasn't your your first pick as a guest, but I hope I filled in uh, and, and did everything that Edan would have done. We, oh, we had a first pick? Yeah, Dang. we didn't have a first no, that's so mean. <laughs> Mort, for the record, I didn't know that, and you're always okay. my first pick. So well, just... I'm happy that I'm somebody's first pick. No, wow. no I, I, I'm just messing around. It, it was really a pleasure talking to you guys, and I appreciate you having me on. Um, definitely always a pleasure to have an opportunity to talk about the game that I'm excited about. Yeah, and usually we're pretty quick with getting new community members in, so it's an epic fail on my part because I'm the one that. Oh no worries, <laughs> but yeah, I did. I did reach out to Edan and Derek and said, "Hey, can somebody from the team come on to talk about the portal?" And then uh, Edan actually, we were trying to make that work, but he wasn't available for the live. Then he gave us General Mort, but and General Mort, how long have you been with Upland now? Oh, you know, it really hasn't been too long. It feels like an eternity because <laughs> so much has happened, but uh, I've really only been here since the beginning of April. So, um, you know, a lot has happened in that in that time, and I've learned a ton in that time and um, just honestly had a fantastic experience so far. So just really looking forward to, to what the future holds. Yeah, that's a fail on my part because usually we're pretty quick. Get you in when in in the first couple of months. <laughs> no worries, <laughs> absolutely no worries. I'm not sure I would have had the time necessarily. <laughs> so, yeah, no. But thank you so much for coming on, talking about the Upland Portal, getting the community to know a little more about you, and uh, 
and everything that drives and your passion. And it's awesome to have somebody with your experience, your background and your passion on the Upland team, looking at the user experience and how to make it better and still working on the infrastructure as Upland pushes the technology to create a, a very interesting and exciting metaverse. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it and happy to have such a vibrant community that, that we can work with. And um, like I said, just looking forward to how this all plays out. Awesome. Thank you for your time. And uh, we'll definitely chat soon. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you guys so much for having me. I, I will I will talk to you soon. All right. All right. Cheers. All right. Enjoy your night, guys. Night. Thanks. Uh, all right. So a lot more stuff going on. That was a great interview. Thank you, General Moore and the Upland team for making them available to uh, hang out with us this evening. Um, where do we want to go next there? Thank me later. Oh, to bed? To be- that was a lot of information. <laughs> it was. But to bed, it's, <laughs> it's still earlier time. Come it, on. Is now. it still early? Yeah. No, no, no. I think I want to talk to my boy Lefty and uh, Mars, I reckon. All right. We can bring them on. They've right been sitting now. here so nice in the audience. Left is hosting us on the uh, Upland Action News. Yeah, it's been pretty exciting. I've just been running the uh, NFT portal. I just brought in a, uh, well, my block explorer. I just brought brought in one of those stickers right now. It's uh, it's beautiful. It works it works like a charm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty fun. I brought I brought two in while you guys were talking to the man about it. So pretty Dang. fun. Yeah. So so the people are getting to see it live while you guys are talking about it. Uh, that was so one we, of the. Uh, did one on the news earlier. There was a little bit of a panic. He was a little impatient, so I'm glad it was smoother this time. Oh yeah, thank you. <laughs> and that was a rough one thing. It was a rough start to the day. <laughs> that was one thing we didn't talk to General Mort about or talk about is if you got your Wax Cloud Wallet, it's not going to play. You're going to have to get a scatter or an anchor or something different there and transfer transfer your stuff to that to get it into Upland. That's right. That's oh, right. it doesn't yeah. work in Wax Cloud Wallet. No, you got to work it with a, a scatter or an anchor, I believe. The moment. Oh. there were a couple other wallets that it works with, but uh, Wax Cloud Wallet was not one of them. Oh, really? Hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting because I feel like ninety percent of people would have a Wax Cloud Wallet and not anchor or whatever. Wax. I have no, no issues with the wax on wallet. Yeah, wax is, wax is working for some. Some people are having errors when doing it, but it does work. Oh, it does. Okay. 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 Good. Because I was like, dang, that would be no offense. That would be a big gap in my mind. Like, wax cloud wallet is like where most people I feel like would be. And a couple of days ago, I know they were working with Wax to incorporate the wax cloud wallet into it, but it wasn't on the. Uh, first part of it and and that's good and a lot of people did make a good point uh, in the couple of meetings leading up to it is you know as you get more valuable nfts on the wax chain that you want to do something a little more secure than a web-based or a cloud-based wallet just for security purposes i'd agree with that all right sorry to cut you off guys on that one but uh (laughs) <laughs> back to <laughs> back to the real reason that you guys are here. We got a we got a Metaforce drop coming here soon. Yes, indeed. Tomorrow, tomorrow morning. 
or today. Like afternoon for, for Mars, morning for me. Right at noon for me. So, yeah, the uh, the white list uh, is 11 a.m. Eastern, and uh, the public sale is high noon. So out there, we're, we're going to get left house up early, so 9 o'clock on the Pacific. 9 o'clock, yes. Nine o'clock. So All right, I gotta mark my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is this drop happening tomorrow? All right, so we have the finally the official issue number one of Metaphors, and uh, so it'll be two different kinds of packs, but each one will have a comic and then a one card pack that uh, is gonna kind of cap off the end of series one. So, um, and then there'll be two levels, a common pack and the rare pack. And, uh, what do you get in the rare pack? So there'll be, uh, three levels of comics. So the, uh, you know, the common is going to be, you know, the standard comic that you'll read in the e-reader. If you log into our website, you'll be able to swipe right through the pages. Uh, we did put lore stories out. So if anybody's seen that. But uh, we did I've got it out. up on the screen behind us, yeah. So and, happening uh, yeah. if you're watching the YouTube. I forgot we're on YouTube. I'm not used to this while I'm on with you fellas. Um, the visual aids and uh, yeah. So, but as you work your way up to the legendary, you know, our our good buddy Left House here works some insane magic on that one. And um, you know, once you flip the cover over, you're essentially going to be you know watching and animation uh voiceovers it's going to be absolutely ridiculous and one thing that's like really crucial and important to know about issue one of metaphors comics is this story this this uh episode takes place in and around our beloved upland so uh if you're an upland lover like we are you're gonna love this story and what's that story it, based around? That's fair to say, right? What's that? Big picture of the story, so everybody kind of wants to go out and get that tomorrow. Well, they'll probably miss it because they'll listen to it after the actual release. But still, big picture for everybody. What What's the concept of, you know, we're in Upland, what's going on with the story in Upland? Yeah, we won't try to give too much away, but, you know, there's not, not too many conflicts to be had at this point in Upland. So, you know, there may be some uh, exploitation of some rules that the uh, the team stumbles onto and is alerted to through the essence. Um, so if you think uh, about the ways that people happen to try to bend the rules in our beloved Upland, um, I don't want to spoil too much of it, but I think everybody will enjoy it and have a good time. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, you have me intrigued. You know that, <laughs> you do know, just for the record, that I technically created the first Upland fan fiction. I just want that, I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> people people don't know this on Publish.io or Publish.exit, whatever that one is, the Publish site. Uh, in the early days, I actually wrote a... Uh, first-person narrative fanfic as Thank Me Later, the turtle exploring the Upland metaverse with his Upland friends. Oh, there's the one I read about you and Miles, too, but we might not want to get into those details here. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 that took a twist. Uh, Published.xoxo. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, conflicts, I mean, we had the conflicts of the trailers, and it was socioeconomic, and then there was TML versus Panhandle, then there was TML versus TM. There's a lot of Yeah, I mean, not so much personal conflicts, but more so, um, you know, within the structure of the game, things like that, you know. Gotcha. (laughs) Yeah, there'll there'll be some locations that uh, you guys will recognize for sure. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, and so yeah, there's some there's a lot. There's a lot of upland in this first one for sure. And uh yeah, like Mars was saying, like as the uh the uh, rarities uh, advance, you know, the uh the pages start to dance and glitter and then when you get to the legendary, you're, yeah, it's full voice actors so, like we all played our, our ourselves but like in character and then we uh we're lucky enough to get some professional actors to play a couple of the voices. So we have James Duvall, uh, who's playing one of the voices, and Mark Boone Jr., who's Wait, also what? playing the the voice the voice of the boss. Yes. So yeah, no true story. Both of these uh, these guys have acted in uh, films that I've made, and I've become pals with them along the way. So you know, I reached out to them and was like, "Hey, you guys want to play voices in this comic book?" And they were like, "Well, what the hell is it?" And I was like, trying to explain meta uh, metaverses and uh, NFTs. And then I was like, "Don't worry about that. Just focus on your character." And uh, they did incredible <laughs> jobs, man. Like, they're, yeah, they're super fun when they pop up in the in the legendary there. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, we're uh, very excited. You know, those guys are both as legit as it gets, and it was a it was a fun time sitting back and writing the script and knowing who was going to be saying it. So it's it's been exciting. Can't wait to get it out to everybody. Yes, so, very soon now. And um, yep, we'll. I'm not sure if you said it, but we're going to break Left House's heart. You know, this he, he loves this one. There's only going to be a hundred of those legendaries with the voiceovers in it. Yeah, so oh, that's wow. the thing that's really chapping my wow. hide here. So you have to open up a rarity <laughs> pack to get a legendary. And if you don't, you know, I mean, you probably won't because there's only 100 in there. So then you're going to have to rip another one. And I'm just like trying to figure out what's the, my budget for <laughs> how many I'm going to rip before I say, okay, that's enough. I've now spent all, you know, the all my wax, all my, you know, I just don't know what to do here. I want one is what I'm trying to say. Right. <laughs> and Mars, you got some excited news too, don't you? Couple yes. Of yeah. You talk, talking oh, about Mars just... Venus. Is that what you're talking about? Uncle Mars Venus here? <laughs> uh, Uncle Mars Venus. That sounds kind of incestual, but. <laughs> well, he's a married man now. But yeah, congratulations there. I was thinking more selfish to the podcast, but uh, we're approaching uh, a year mark there for... Oh, whoa. Yeah, we weren't trying to put his personal business on blast. <laughs> Damn. Well, well I kind of did put my boy, personal yeah. business on blast, actually. It was a, uh, a a picture from the from the wedding day that I put up on Twitter. So, uh, ah, congratulations there. Good. Yeah, so, yeah, it uh, fell, fell at a very non-busy time. <laughs> right yeah yeah perfect timing right. with all your projects when we planned this out a year ago which is where you were going when i had basically just written uh mcduckin and upics and uh i think the the mask had made its first public appearance you know and then here we are a year later who would have known yeah dang that's crazy feels like forever ago <laughs> 
Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I was just thinking about that. I think, uh, I think it was actually, you know, August 28th was the date I came out with you fellows for the first time. I will. Oh yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's been a year. I will validate that. And, uh, I still have the original beat, so if we want to do something live, I can just uh, cue it up and play it. Oh man, you think you think that'll work out? Uh, with the, with the, let's see, we can go for it. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to think. Uh, I've been trying to try think of a way to it. fire it up, but uh, you know, I, as we see when you watch Left House and I on the news, it's hard to get the music to come through the, the Zoom or. Uh, and we that's something we're going to experiment with next week too is trying to do it see if i can record uh while doing a stage in discord okay maybe uh maybe we get together and and i'll come back next week and we and we bust out mcduggan and upics yeah or i can send you the file and well actually yeah we'll figure that out next week but yeah that's awesome that that has been around for a year now so yeah, it's, uh, you know, time flies in the metaverse, but, uh, yeah, also it's crazy that it has already been a year. And then got to think of the about visuals it. of the uh, McDuckin and Upix on the uh, the show right now. So people can see it, but they can't hear it right now. So but it's up. Yeah. Do you think it's time to write verse t- or uh, version two of it since Upland has expanded so much? You know, I was thinking about that recently you know maybe we at least get change the four grand to six (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah is uh so so much it's funny when you when you listen to the full song um you know we hadn't even gotten into new york yet no Are you guys excited about being able to build in these other cities now? That's pretty oh, cool. Who the hell is building somewhere other than SF? What's wrong with you? <laughs> They're building all over. Mm-hmm. No way. Now, SF or bust. Yeah, now, one thing has not changed in that year. I'm still repping Buena Vista hard, so we're, we're oh, building yeah. there. Nice. I got a sense of spark that way. Nope, I'm, uh, it's a slowing down for me because I'm a little too generous. I end up just throwing spark at some random people's buildings because I feel bad for them. You feel bad for them? Yeah, you know, I see somebody <laughs> like, oh, it's going to take me 897 years, like our guy Bojacks, and all of a sudden, yeah. you know, I rally well, the I, troops, and, uh, you know, I get building for him, but it slows well, me down. Uh, yeah, no, I understand. I just started a building in Chicago, but I only had, like, 0.6 sparks so it's going to take like 396 days or something like that it said yeah so you're one of those people i'm going to end up helping you so you know throw in man <laughs> spare some spark but um yeah let me just uh quick get out the, the details on the packs so that people uh know exactly what's happening um since we got a little off course because the hundred uh, legendary packs are going to be sought after, and they're only available in the rare uh, pack. So the way it's set up, the common yeah. pack is going to have almost all common uh, books. There's a very small chance to get a rare. And then if you get the rare pack, you're guaranteed to get a rare book, which you know has all the animations and the beautiful stuff. And then that also have the 100 legendaries. So if you want a shot at those, you need the rare comic pack. 
And what's the breakdown between common packs and uh, rare packs? Uh, Let's see. So there's 49... A uh, hundred commons, or this is the actual count. I'm sorry, the uh, you know I don't have the actual pack numbers, but there's six thousand books total. So I guess the packs are equivalent. I'm, I can do the one to one math now that I think about it. Um, and uh, so there's uh, you know six thousand total, four thousand nine hundred commons, a thousand rare, and a hundred legendary. And, uh, and you know what, each one will have the one card pack. At? What's that? I'm sorry. Uh, what prices are we looking at for the common so and the, the rares? The, the common is 20 and the rare is 50. And each one comes with the one card pack. And those have a tear card that uh, ADK original has cooked up, which is a combination of the series one cards. So it looks like a black and white uh, citizen card. And then some of it has been torn off and uh, reveals the champion card in color. And those evolve in the same rarity structure as the first series. And then also in those, there'll be five packs that get two cards, and those will have a one-of-one collector's edition in there. So that'll be huge for those people. Ah, very nice. All right, now i got to get in on this. What time? What time do I need to? I got to move. Some 11. 11 your time. 11 a.m. my time? That's yep. right. Yeah, on so. wax? On wax? Or it's got. On wax. Of, okay. Like wax. So if I go to like the wax marketplace, so they'll have a link there. We don't uh, have a link up yet. We'll, we'll start. We'll be putting it up in the morning. Yeah, like the the sale will be on Atomic Hub. Gotcha. And so we'll put up the link from the Metaforce Discord probably in the announcements as soon as we got it. And then, like, from there, we'll go out to Twitters and, you know, the Left House Discord. And I'll be live on the air, so we'll be shouting it out there. And, yeah, we'll be spreading it spreading it wide in the morning. And, uh, yeah, so the cards will be fun. Uh, those cards, there's no difference in the card packs between the common and the rare, so you you can get those collector's editions anywhere out of the card packs. Gotcha. Well, now I want to go for one of these legendaries. That's, that's Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you have to. You got these voiceovers from these guys. That's where the party is. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, they all, they're all they're all uh, very cool. You know, the, the e-reader is... You know, super proud of that. Those guys did an awesome job on that. The way that you can grab the corner of the page and it starts to reveal the other NFT, um, you know, is really cool. Um, you know, that's also some exciting news. You know, we're officially uh, partnered with Wax, uh, listed, you know, in the Wax Cloud Wallet as a DAP. Um, since you can, uh, you know, the ability to sign into our website and read your comics that way. Very nice. Um, Congratulations on that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's huge. It's uh, you know took took a lot of work. You know, gonna give, give a lot of credit to our our guy Recurrier on that one. But uh, you know, it's uh, the website is is really cool, and we're proud of that one. So um, you know, the comic is totally decentralized, so you don't have to read it on our website. You know, if you're you know one of those super tech you know people, you can read it you know any way. But the easiest. Uh, User experience is going to be going right to Metaforce 
comics.io and just logging in with your wax wallet and you'll be able to flip right through it. So I think uh, Left House is maneuvering around here on, on YouTube if you're watching. Yep, that's right. <clears throat> Everything you guys have been saying, I've been visually mirroring it perfectly Man, the whole you're time. Good. You're good. <laughs> Perfecto. How many pages is this first issue going to be? 118. No, I'm just kidding. It's, um, <laughs> what is it, Mars? 16? It's 16, but that's counting the covers too. So, but uh, no, no advertisements, no, no sending away for any decoder rings or anything. Not this episode or issue. <laughs> and left house is that James Duvall, Generation Doom, and Donnie Darko? Is that who you got? Yes, that's the one. He's also the the main kid in Independence Day, and uh, I think he was in Speed or one of those uh, action films as well. Tons of horror films, tons of uh, the the Gregoraki films he was in. Yeah, he's he's been in so many iconic like indie legendary films. He's got you know fan bases from this corner of the world, that corner of the world. When we were roommates, like, you know, he would, he would go off to, to England to go to autograph signing conventions and he'd come back with stories of like kids coming in and like signing, sign, he would sign their arm. And then the next day they'd come back and tattoo it with a tattoo of his uh, name on his, on, on their arms, you know, like crazy stuff, you know? So, um, yeah, he's, he's definitely loved in, in many circles and it's super fun and cool that he's a part of the, the, the legendary book. And how much work that guy has done. If you scroll through his IMDb, it's stacked. I mean, he's extremely active in what he does. And it's congratulations for, for getting yeah, same, same with uh, Mark Boone jr. Too. You know, most recently was in uh, the Mandalorian there. So you would know that up Lando is your name. Yeah. Like, you know, like, yeah <laughs> but uh, Batman movies, Trey's lounge. If you're, you know, an indie fan back in the nineties, you know, iconic stuff, these guys. Uh, Sons of Anarchy, you know, just just huge, huge dudes. Very, very cool. And Mars, I know you guys in Left House, you guys are just putting this out. This this issue is just now coming out. But, and it sounds like about 6,000 copies. Is that what you said, Mars, total? Yeah, yeah. And so for people out there, for comic book industry people, and, and looking at that for an independent comic that would come out from, say, a Dark Horse, a Boom, something like that, that's a really interesting number to have for that kind of print. And I, I honestly think that these are going to go very quickly. So get your trigger fingers ready to get these, um, these books, these packs, and then following that up with the pulp version. Could you tell us any more about that? Leak us some info about a pulp physical version of the comic. Uh, I mean, really no info at this point on that, you know, hopefully we get there. Um, you know, that's, uh, going to have to, have a, a little more success. Like you said, this is a real low number run. Um, we did that on purpose because we plan to just keep coming out with them, you know, and we wanted to make the people that get their hands on these, you know, they're obviously real fans and, you know, the people who are here first, we want to make them valuable, you know, as you know, you know, Uplando and other people, you know, who are into comic books, usually when you have a number one, you know, the company, whoever is printing it, wants to make it a collector's item, and they 
market it that way and make way too many copies so that everybody can have one. And then it's definitely not a collector's item. So we wanted to make sure we went the other way with that. And, uh, you know, the people that were here in the beginning end up having something that's uh, valuable for them long-term. So very cool. Very cool. So you have the, uh, the minting of course is random. It's not first come first serve. No, no, it is. Uh, it's all pre-minted. And the one thing, uh, well, not the one thing, there's a lot of things, but uh, another uh, new thing that we're doing is with the comic packs, um, you know, they're designed to look like a cellophane uh, pack. So they're clear. And you uh, once you open that, you know, the comic's taken out, but you'll get the empty wrapper back with the same mint number as the pack you opened. Nice. Um, you know, because as collectors, we, you know, do love a lot of the cover art or the boxes, things come in, whatever it may be. You know, we had the first series of metaphors and I think they're pretty cool. You know, um, I'd love to keep some, but I also don't want to waste the cards inside. So, uh, we decided with this round that you'll get to keep your opened, uh, packer package. And it's really clear that there's nothing inside. Um, it's going to be on a different schema, so there's no way to mix that up or worry about buying one by accident that you think has cards in it. Now, can you only buy one at a time, or can you buy five or ten at a time? Is there a limit on the sale, or I mean, six thousand? Uh, it's it's, it, it's a that's a very small release. I mean, e- even your CryptoPunks was ten thousand, and you got a bunch of people doing nine thousand nine ninety nine. So six thousand is a very small release. So it, is it? one per customer can i buy five at a time or what uh it's two at a time and for the white list uh pre-sale there is a half hour recharge never get is two so we're guaranteed to have you know about half go to the public sale um if i do the math right um actually i didn't do the math if i remember the math right that someone else said so don't hold me to that but right around i think, I think uh, that's right yeah right around <laughs> I'm on the same page as you. Yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> Thanks for backing me up. Yep. Ballparking it here, but yep. So, yeah, everybody should should get a shot. Um, I, You know, I hope, um, you know, none of it is going to be stakeable right out of the gate. That wasn't any kind of concentration for the comics, especially. Um, you know, we want people to read them and enjoy them. Uh, so hopefully we'll, you know, won't draw that crowd that, you know, bought out a lot of Metaforce one before some people could get it, you know, just for the staking values. So hopefully that'll change the dynamic a little bit for the collectors. And we do have, uh, one of the co-hosts of the Upex podcast, T Davis joining us kind of late, but still here. It's awesome. Thanks for joining. Oh, weird. Us. He's also one of the members of the Metaphors. I know. Absolutely. Yeah. Look at that. He's absolutely. ignoring us. Yeah. IT, the block father. Oh, and then oh. Oh, call wow, him out look at that. Out. <laughs> wow, look at that. He's like, he right. back to Umberto's. Yeah. <laughs> no. All right. So, no. yeah, you know, but like with the Upland tie-ins, you know, that is that is T's place in, in Upland and in the world of metaphors is Umberto's and his beloved little Italy. 
So there's a lot of familiar places. Yeah, TD's doing a lot of stuff. His NFT gamer channel's going on. He's got Metaphors and Green Rabbit. I mean, you guys are like burning the wick at... I mean, usually people say both ends, but I really believe you guys got about four or five ends going on that you're burning the wick. So don't know how you guys do it, but uh, awesome stuff that you guys always put out. Yeah, thank you. It's uh, It's been interesting, but you know, when it's fun, it's a lot easier to do. <laughs> Absolutely. For sure on that. But uh, Left House, thank you so much for uh, streaming us on the Upland Action News uh, YouTube channel. Really appreciate that exposure there and uh, really enjoy all the work you guys do there. Looking forward to your drop tomorrow or today. Thanks so much for having us on and let us talk about this stuff because we hadn't had enough opportunity to talk about this today. except we did all day but yeah no awesome it's really awesome for you guys to have us on for real and uh, yeah check it out it's the man i hope somebody i hope you guys get a legendary i i hope i get one too they're they're awesome yeah so people do have time i do post it at midnight on each friday so if you listen to it if you're our friends over there in europe or asia yeah you get a head start on everybody else and we do have a lot of people that listen to us on the way into work. So you still have a chance to catch something on your lunch hour, because I think these things are going to go fast and uh, I'm very excited for this and we'll love to get a legendary. And I can't even imagine what the secondary market's going to be on these legendaries. Yeah. I have no idea. There's only a hundred of them. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> We try not to mention it so we don't get him any more worked up. It's just, I know. It's just insanity. <laughs> right, Good insanity. Oh, yeah. I like it. I like it. It's fun. It makes it way more fun this way. You know, like if there was a hundred million of them, it'd be boring. So, yes, if you get one, it's it's the golden ticket moment. It's exciting. Yes. All right. So there is one spot left in the upland fantasy football league so let me know Wait, did you already send me my invite am i in you're in dude you're, right. you're good you've been in right away <laughs> i've not gotten in my official invite i put it in your discord go ahead oh, okay. click the link <laughs> perfect and that's why we're down to one um we do have the thank me later hundred thousand upex giveaway for sending me a dm and i mean we are less than one percent of respondees to the amount of people that listen which is amazing in itself so we'll go ahead we got 12 entries here and we'll go ahead and pick a random name jones oh speaking of jones Oh yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That was him too. Yeah. yeah. What about Jones? What about what Jones? About, what about Jones? First off, my name is too stupid to win, so I'm too stupid on okay. a lot of things. And Jones is not Jones D. There's two separate people. And thank me <laughs> later was trying to tell me I was an idiot, and I told him I wasn't an idiot. But in the end, I'm an idiot. So. Th- Jones and Jones D are not the same person. And Jones has the one ferry building, which should be complete here in about another 10 days or so. So that's exciting. It's fully sparked. So thank, thank you everybody that did that. So yeah, get that shit done. I need my five spark back. (laughs) 
Somebody went and jumped us with Spark. I forget who it was, but somebody went and had a uh, staked eight. So good for them, too. Oh, oh man. Always trying to one up. Yeah. So, good on them, though. Absolutely. But that will be good. First monument built and upland goes to Jones. And uh, Jones, hit up, thank me later for your 100,000 upex. So wait, I think Jones has higher net worth than you. Yeah, I was like, no, Jones, you hit me up so I can get a hundred thousand from you, eh? <laughs> Maybe. And then no, uh, that's, that's awesome. We never really hit our numbers. Do you want to see the seven day or thirty day really quick before we get out of here for thirty day? Do the thirty day. You know that's all that matters. Yeah, thirty days all that matters. Yeah, thirty day. All right, and for ooh Mars, what is Mars for? It's an ad. It's got eighteen 18 people. (laughs) Got eighteen people playing it, but it's an ad. But we got Mars Utah on the show, so you know maybe he's involved with Mars Four. It's four. Sleeper. It's a sleeper hit. No, there is. I'm waiting for Mars Five. I can't. Can't now, who was, who was the one guy left house? Was it Mars 3005 in Upland? My great, 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 oh, yeah. great grandson that we ran into? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that guy. <laughs> he was following you around there for a little while. Yeah. So, Aliens Worlds is creeping back up to that million user mark, uh, 730K. So, we still working with bots, or are they got that legitimate there? Thank me later. No, Alien Worlds ain't ever going to be legitimate. Get out of here. I love me a TML bot take. Dude, it's nonsense. Their economy's garbage. Their game had potential, but they let the bots and their greed get the best of them. Our planet shut it down with, you know, their redoing of staking, which could on our planet. Um, Alien Worlds, whatever. Crypto Blades is still balling out at uh, about 675k. Totally legit. No bots. 100% clean. Have you even looked into Crypto Blades? No, I'm sure they're probably bot-ridden as well. (laughs) Crypto Blades? More like Crypto Bots. Am I right? Axie Infinity, so it's just breeding. More like Axie Bot, am I right? (laughs) Okay. Like Mark McGuire? (laughs) Not clean? So, at sports reference, he doesn't get... Axie might be real. Axie might be the only one. No, no, Axie is real. You know what the key there is? The Asians. I was going to say the Asian market is huge on this game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, Axie, Axie Infinity is legit. Wait, can like, we say Asian markets nowadays in this society? You can say Asian markets. You can't say the Asians like I did, but you can say Asian market. <laughs> that is like an economic term where you're, if you're like the Asians, like that's not like now I just, I'm sorry, we just got canceled. I just got the tweet. UpX podcast has been officially canceled. Cancel culture. Thank, thanks, dude. Oh. Upland, we're kind of slacking. Upland is only at 132,000 over the last 30 days. I mean, we were pushing close, closer to 200,000, so we're on the wrong side of it. So we've got to ramp things back up. 
Well, I mean, to be fair, it's to be fair. If you haven't watched Letter Kenny, watch Letter Kenny. You'll uh, thank you'll thank me later. Pitter batter, um, let's go. Uh, <laughs> pitter batter. So, I I mean, I'll be honest. Like, I'm probably one of that thirteen percent that hasn't logged in in a month. Like, I haven't collected upex. I haven't done a send. I haven't done anything. I don't. I don't know. I'm waiting. Give me some content. What do you need? I need something to do. I need a reason to log in. I don't want to compete in the treasure hunts anymore. Like, I don't want to, like, the events, like, again, they're, they're awesome, but I'm letting new people do it. The new cities, until there's a, a compelling city for me, I, I'll let other people go to the cities. I, ah, I, I'm waiting. I want, I want to actually own a business. Like, that's what I've been waiting all year for. I want to be able to... You know, play some sort of mini game um, that actually is fun or interactive in some way. I, I get it. There, it's hopefully it's the calm before the storm. Every every developer we've had on here has been touting there's some big thing coming. I feel very strongly it's something soccer related, so I don't know how I feel about it. But oh, if it brings yeah. content and players. What? Damn, it is soccer related. Damn it. Where is it? Hold on. What? Yeah. Hold yeah. on. Yeah. Wow. Well, if it's that lackluster, I'm concerned now. No, no I mean, it's not an announcement, but it's kind of like, it's kind of flown under the radar, which is interesting in itself. Um, and you just remembered this after Mort left? Yeah. Jeez. Dude, come live my life. No, your life sounds horrible, brother. It's awesome, but challenging. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm sure it works for you because you're the kind of sadomasochist that would enjoy having all those kids. <laughs> but for I, I those mean, of I us mean, who... You're making it sound like I got a full football team going on. I mean, most of them wear helmets, so... <laughs> <laughs> None of my kids wear helmets for the record. Have you seen this? What is this? Layer for. Yeah, wow. Oh man, that means to me that this is soccer X related. So I'm gonna, I will put a heavy amount of this on. They're partnering with Soccer X. That's the big partnership, which isn't even MLS, right? Again, I have no knowledge of it. What? What? <laughs> There's a picture of a soccer stadium and a soccer. Well, but, okay. How the hell does that not confirm? Where the look? But look at who's to I'd the say that's north. Confirmation. Look at to the north of that stadium. Who is that? You know how it is. Why is that? <laughs> well, and to the to the right of it. Uh, to the right's okay, but. Yeah, that, no, that that's guy, somebody's block explorer. I know who that is. That's, the person of the like, north is like that dude's been ghost forever. Yeah, that's funny. I don't know where. That's really interesting. Where? How did you find this? 
That dog is someone too. Yeah, that dog is someone too. That's really interesting. Yeah, so they're talking about showing up and getting. Yeah, it, it was very interesting. So, wow. Wait, so is this? How did you find this? Somebody sent me the link. Not related yeah. to. Not related to Umpland. You know, nobody from the Upland team. This is crazy. So, like, before the game, imagine your fans traveling virtually through the metaverse by trains, planes, cars, or even Hyperloop to cities of an upcoming game. Once arrived, fans are offered a variety of activities. During the game, the fans have an early registration, obtain the rights to access rare NFTs called Upland Legits. And then, legits? Legits. Oh, sorry. I, was I don't know. Legits? Legits? Yeah, legit. Yeah. After the game, once the game ended, rare assets are minted and legendary performance causing it to be super hot and valuable. Fans can purchase additional NFTs and shop runs by fans or sports teams. So it's not only the sports teams that can run it, it's going to be... Well, I think that that's what they're... uh, The first time you guys are seeing this? Yeah. No, it's not. Well, I mean, it is for me. (laughs) I sent you the link. Too stupid. I know you but, did. I was just trying to keep you out of it. Been out there for, <laughs> been out there for a couple weeks. I know. I it's just, been for a couple weeks. You've not, you've been holding this for a couple you guys weeks. Did the podcast last week, like, oh, I think it could be soccer, it could be football. It's like it's fucking soccer, you guys. Come on. <laughs> I didn't know. I've never seen that. Come on. Yeah, Dizzy sent me the link. I was just trying to keep it out of it. <laughs> oh my god! And then last week you were totally arguing like I don't know. There's some new evidence that makes me think it's not soccer. You're a damn liar. <laughs> There's some new evidence that tells you it's soccer, but you want to tell me I'm dumb? That's oh, called god. gaslighting. No, no, what the hell is wrong with no. you? D- Dizzy sent me the link. <laughs> <laughs> he sent me the link on eight sixteen. So it wasn't last week. It was three fucking days ago. Oh, you got me to drop a Franklin bomb. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh got him. Get him. I'm flashing your CML's mom. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. All right, back to mute. Dizzy coming in hot. I love the podcast, and I love the people that join us each and every week. So, yeah, last week I was all about it had to be football, and then Dizzy sent me the link like three days ago. Okay. So, soccer. Football would be tits, though, just saying. Yeah. Soccer, okay, interesting. You get a market update from Dizzy since he jumped back in. Tell us about the Upland cards. What he's seen. Hey, Diz- oh, yeah. Have you been watching the uh, Upland cards oh, and support Goodness. Uh, a little bit. It's been a crazy last day or two. I've had some minor issues and Coinbase issues and things are pending. It's been a shit show. Um, but from what I've been seeing over so after the burn happened, I was kind of, I'll be honest, I was kind of playing the game of do I burn 100 at a time, the commons to get the uh, the mythics and legendaries, or do I try to sell into that bid? And then some people want to do the same thing. 
Um, and I was probably sitting on over 5,000 commons. Yeah. Um, so I think I probably burned about 2,000 and probably sold about 2,000 and probably held about 1,000. Um, but prices on those went up from like three to four to five, maybe up to six wax, and they came way back down. Some people were around two or three a piece. And then since the the portal launch, I think originally it was discussed that only the blockchain heroes voxel explorers would be importable. The fact that all the cards can be imported now has increased the demand for what's currently on the marketplace. Um I've slowly started from my commons to my uncommons to my rares, and I think I'm still working on the rares up to legendaries, mythics, etc. to list them out on uh, Atomic Hub. Um, but I had some sitting out there at the lowest ask for probably a couple days, and then the last 24 hours, a bunch of sold. So if you have any cards, you're looking to sell them, I think, you know, I guess it depends on what your long-term outlook is for the cards themselves as well as Upland. Um, but the fact that they can be imported in is a huge, huge, huge positive. I don't think I don't think that was part of the original plan. To import them in, I mean, that was definitely always a thing, right? I mean, that was. Yeah, I thought it was just the blockchain hero explorers that were going to be able to be brought in via the uh, explorer itself. I wasn't one hundred percent sure the cards could be. I, I remember it kind of talked about because people were like, "Oh, maybe I could like make posters on my walls or graffiti or something like that." Um, but I thought at some point someone had said, nah, it's just going to be just the explorers, not the cards themselves. But yeah, so far, so good. Looks looks good. Looks like the demand is picking up, which is nice because I think without this, those cards lost a lot of value. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to see that something is uh, coming of it. That's definitely good for all the holders of those cards. And I, and I was joking with TML, uh, I think it was about two weeks ago, I hit up. TML, Too Stupid, T. Davis, Recurrier, Sturz, I think a couple other people. I had about 100 each of your guys' cards, and I was like, hey, if you guys want them for shits and giggles, here they are. Um, but I was also kind of keeping like a track of you know who's the, uh, who's the hero or who's the enemy to see who was getting burned the most. Oh, yeah. Um, it ended up kind of turning out pretty flat, but I think there were some people ahead uh, to start. And then um, the ones that actually weren't burnt as much were the, the prize cards. So the ones that kind of have the black background. And I think it was maybe because there was some, I don't know, ambiguous, unambiguous communication around, you know, let's just say I have a golden pinata. Can I bring that in the game and then actually, like, use it? Um, I think some people thought those prize cards could actually be then redeemed or something. Um, and maybe they can be down the road, I, but I don't think that was the original plan. Uh, but see, there was uh, pinatas, there was treasure chests, there were... Uh, T-Rex, a couple others, the bats. What was interesting, and I'm still holding a bunch of them, are the, there was a baseball, a football, a football helmet, and then three different style jerseys. I believe a football jersey and then a male and a female soccer. Um, and that's kind of where I was just like, hey, it'd be cool if sometime down the road, you know, could we use those for tickets to get into the stadium if they ever do sports or whatever? And again, I don't think that's ever going to happen, but, um, you know, do I keep one of those or do I burn some... I don't know, some box looks black, really care less about. So, I don't know. Overall, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, the burns on those were like 373 on average for each of the individual common cards and then, you know, above 500 on some of the individuals. So, it did reduce the overall number. I think 1,500 and some odd was a, the, you know, common for everybody's common cards. So, that has kind of really reduced the overall number of commons 
closer to the you know uncommon numbers, but it was very interesting to see how many of those cards got burnt and how many of them re-entered into the marketplace. So I have seen a dump um, in terms of some of the commons back down to $0.36, cents, $0.32. Cents. It was up to over a dollar at one point during the burn. Um, and a lot of the mythics and legendaries that came out of those up for sale as well. Um, yeah, so it's been interesting to see the market. That's awesome. That's a good point, too. Yeah, the the mint numbers. And then there's still a couple hundred of those still sitting in packs, too. Um, so, that, you know, they may or may not ever come out. I'm just going to, not to completely change directions here. So while I've been chatting here, I had this, the partner.upland.me soccer metaverse thing up on my screen. They started, they started previewing some kind of chat feature. Yeah, I saw so, that. Oh, so I don't know if that's, if that's been discussed or if that's new or if that's just way down the road. But I was like, oh, I didn't know that. So that's kind of cool. Thank you. Somebody should try the cafe. See if you get an answer. Start chatting. <laughs> and also the block explorer, the, you know, they talked about block explorer stores being the first store, but now there is talk of the NFT and there had been a little blurb in there about this being NFT stores or business licenses for these types of things. So now we've gotten potentially another business license being thrown into, uh, into the mix. Yeah, that's that'll be interesting if they convert or they add. Yeah, it's. I think it's. You would have to reapply, and then those would be. And it, they said access to it. It's a blurb in there. It's a. It's a little. It's a. It's a bullet point about having access to data, um, metrics, maybe something of that nature, which had never been really discussed before in the, in the previous beta, you know, business stores. So that. That seemed to be interesting. I did want to ask Mars and, and Left House, while we have them still, the packs that you guys originally, the first series packs, those had an expiration date of a year. And after the year, you could not open those packs. Will that carry over to this these packs as well? Uh, no, we didn't put those deadlines on these. So we, uh, we kept it simple. We don't think that uh, you know too many of these are going to be held up uh, the same way. And, uh, yeah, we just enough complicated wrinkles in this one. So we left that one out. Fair enough. Fair enough. Very cool. So thank me later. Was it a great show? Yeah, I would say it was a very least an above average show. Uh, you, you won't confirm great. Yeah. Above average. Left house uh, and I aim for above average. Yeah. That's I pretty mean, damn good. Solid. I mean, it's nothing, nothing to be ashamed of, like, but I'm probably not putting it on the fridge. Like, it's it's going to go <laughs> on the counter with the mail that I'm never going to sort through, but, like, I won't throw it away. Yeah, all right. That sounds fair. You have anything else before we get out of here this week? <laughs> no, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm good. All right, Jones, make sure you hit up uh, Thank Me Later for your 100,000 Upex. Uh, yeah, th- not Jones D. Not Jones D. I, I already I already ate crow. Get over it. I own Hold on, I'm just saying, Jones D, don't try and slide in my DMs. <laughs> there you go. We do appreciate you each and every week. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Make sure you follow us up. UpX Podcast. Make sure you definitely check out this Metaphors comic drop. Hopefully you listen early enough that you can get in on the whitelist. Or, oh, what does it take to get in on the whitelist? Is it too late for people? 
It is uh, it is too late for the whitelist. So it oh. was uh, based on crafting with champions and you know a few other other things that we were throwing out in our Discord over the last few weeks here. All right, so now you're up to the general public sale. So uh, good luck there. Definitely, you want to get your hands on it. Uh, good luck on your guys' release tomorrow. I think it's going to be amazing and awesome. And hopefully, I can snag me uh, a couple. And until next week, everybody be safe, and we'll be looking forward to what we can do for a year anniversary with Mars Utah song and the theme of the Upex podcast. Awesome. Thank you. It's the Upex podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Offix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking. I'm Scrooge McDuckin'.